I know what you're thinking. Is this pre-recorded? <laughs> Are they actually back live in the studio? If that's what you're thinking, how dare you? How dare you? <laughs> took one week off, and this is how we're treated. I don't know if anyone actually treated us this way. I don't. I I am also unsure if mm. anyone treated us anyway. All right. I don't even know that we disappointed anybody. I may have an un- unfounded agreement. Yeah. Reel it in. All right. It's reeled. You know. <laughs> See, we're starting off real spicy. It's been a spicy morning. We got to sleep in a little bit. We did. Well, you slept in a little bit. Yeah. I have, however, woke up uh, at 530 before my alarm and realized, and I'm sure, I'm guessing a bunch of listeners are going to already know this, but it looks like 10 o'clock in the morning at 530 in the morning. Yep. 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 And Durham. Yeah. No. 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 5.30 5.30 and 9 p.m. aren't supposed to look the same. They're not supposed to look the same. No. And they absolutely Mm-mm. look the same right now. It's either or. You don't get sun at both. It's not supposed to happen that way. I don't know. I think this is like some plot by the government to uh, make us all work longer. <laughs> it's, um, I don't want to throw any conspiracies out there, but clearly this is the work of the Weather Dominator and <laughs> from G.I. Joe the movie and things I wasn't prepared for this morning. Halo. I'm sure you're all familiar with that. That's, that's the actual, you know, real world version of the Weather Dominator. Halo. Huh? huh? I'm unfamiliar with all the things you're talking oh, about yeah. right now. And so I don't know if I'm, if that's a good thing or a bad thing. <laughs> I can't remember that's... whether it's something like. I think it's near the uh, American-Canadian border. <clears throat> there's a college, there's a university up there that's been studying just like, you know, not necessarily climate, but weather patterns and things of that nature. And they have a machine that they're able to, um, like, put, like, some type of gases or something in the air to change the weather patterns within that specific area at, as part of the testing. Like, they can create weather pattern, weather patterns as part Try. of the testing. Yeah. Halo. And I'm talking about going back to maybe mid 2000s. It's been a huge conspiracy. I don't know. This sounds like some Alex Jones stuff. I'd like to move forward. Exposed. (laughs) Ambush. The next episode of Ambush Exposed. Yes. Yeah, I used to listen to. I used to dabble on Alex Jones. You gave that confession on here, and I was proud of you. Oh, okay. And also embarrassed. (laughs) Just kidding. I that too really would is be one of that's one of those jokes that I really am kidding. <laughs> I'm too, like, that wasn't a jab. We were gone last week. <laughs> I am apologize. It was my fault. I I would love to to blame ambush for all things, but it was my fault. Also, it was my birthday last week. So yeah, uh, come through a birthday text. I definitely yeah come wish me a happy belated. <laughs> <laughs> uh being sick on your birthday is not fun Bruh. that is also being sick in the summer is stupid like i've always that is not the time to not feel well yeah and then on your birthday so uh i've yet to celebrate you guys all have time to get me gifts and uh send me money you know <laughs> you know all the birthday all tings. the birthday tings um and today we're gonna chat about a few things drake's new album oh 
Is it? Uh, Beyonce's answer to it. Oh, okay. Am I reading the wrong doc? That's on. I mean, I thought that was just a freestyle, so I was going with it. Oh, okay. I was yes anding. All right. We can't explain to you what oons oons music is if you <laughs> Not want. Oons, oons music. That is my favorite thing to come out of Drake's album <laughs> dropping. It's people calling it oons oons music. <laughs> anyway, in national stories, we're gonna uh, talk about what we've learned from the January six hearings this week. Um, the Uvalde City Council rejecting Arredondo's leave of absence request. <sighs> And we're going to ask the question, why are white supremacist organizations targeting pride events? Mm. And in local news, Milwaukee police shoot and kill a citizen and Portland's summer free for all free for all program begins. Oh, man. I'm, we're going to dust those cobwebs off yeah. with a song, you know, yeah. and yeah. Uh, then we'll yeah. be back and you'll remember uh, what we do here. I, I don't know. On Thursday morning. I got hopes. Thanks. But I remember I got hopes. I also have hopes. I have faith in you, DJ Ambush. It's just a, I think this might have been, how late were you up last night? I definitely went to bed before you. 2.30. Oh, silly. So we're running on four hours of sleep. Yeah. With a full day. Well, it'll just be me in Nebraska today, friends. Uh... (laughs) (laughs) That's snoring you you here in the background. His ambush curled up next to the turntables. Yes. One of his favorite places to sleep. Boom. I'm not going to lie. I kind of forgot I was in here to do the news. I was dancing around. It was a jam down. It was like a Fat Boy Slim video in here. <laughs> That's exactly what it looked like. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm panicking because things aren't opening on my computer and Ambush is just like floating around being Jamiroquai. That was, was, was going to go back. <laughs> I was going to go to Jamiroquai next. Listen, I'm just dancing up walls and stuff. Furniture's moving all around me. Yes. What? Take that to your Thursday morning. We are back. All yeah. the way in. Wow. Yeah. That, that uh, The music break really worked. I'm telling you, man. Nebraska be on it. So true. And it, it the, the energy is back. There's, yeah. you know, as they say, color back in your face. Yeah. You're yeah. not looking so uh, gray and sleepy. Oh, well. That's going to come back. Oh. I'm still sleepy. Well, I mean, but you're <laughs> you're moving through it, I guess, it's is what true. I was getting at. For anyone just joining us, hey, hey, hey. Hey, hey. This is <laughs> my fiance. With Morgan Jones and DJ Ambush. Be a part of the show. You can shoot us a text at 971-220-5979. It's 971-220-5979. What up, Malcolm? It's just so good to hear the both of you again. Happy belated birthday, Morgan. Yes. Boom. Thank you, Malcolm. It's in. Good morning. We got one. That's all we need to do. Actually, thanks for listening to News with My Fiance. <laughs> I've been Morgan Jones. <laughs> oh, man. And we're out of here. What's up? I can't remember my guy's name from SNL. He used to do the news. And I am out of here. I don't know. It's probably going to be like Dennis Miller. It was Dennis Miller. And he's, yeah, I mean, he's terrible now. Ooh, tomato, tomato, tomato. Yeah, he's terrible now. But it was Dennis Miller, man. I grew up watching Dennis Miller on SNL. I see why you quit. Why, why I quit watching SNL? Yeah. We can move forward. Oh, I don't I don't, don't really want to deal with everybody who's like, oh my God, that was the best SNL cast or something. Like, well, I'm not. I'm not. I mean, I, these are not the things <laughs> I'm here to talk about today. <laughs> 
I will I will say this real quick. It's another aside. One of my junior staff members was very excited to find out that I, I watched New Girl. And I was like, yeah, we're going to put me on a New Girl before I moved out here. It's an amazing show. Excellent. Yeah. He says something about it once to CC mess around. And then I just start chuckling. <laughs> and he's like, Amber. Hey, do you know about this? Do you, do you know about this? Do you, you watch New Girl? Yeah. Anything Winston mess around is yeah. is a mess. <laughs> and it excites me. Winston has to stop messing around. But you know. I definitely reference uh Ambush being Winston kind of a lot when it comes to the pranks. <laughs> uh he is very much either all or uh nothing. So it's either yeah. it's not a thing or you know, he cuts the brake line in your car. Nebraska. Because that'd be funny. Yeah. But you couldn't stop. I'll be tickled silly. <laughs> And the only one who's getting it. And Morgan's like, I don't know if that hit the way you That could it. actually kill someone. Yeah. Yeah. That's not yeah. That's not going to be a good prank, babes. Yeah. I'm like, I don't know. I think it could work. <laughs> <laughs> well, imagine their faces when they can't stop. <laughs> oh, man. <sighs> Shall I do the uh, first one? Yeah, let's hop into it. As you all know, the January 6th hearings are uh, prime time. Over it. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good time to, you know, talk about things and uh, Stuffs. Uh, find things out that you'll do nothing with. But this week, mm-hmm. you know, every week has, has revealed a few things that we already knew, but also the depths of what we already knew. It's been like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> So this week, the House Committee investigating the January 6th riot heard from state lawmakers and election officials who were threatened by those believing Trump's lies and election fraud. In Arizona, for example, State House Speaker Rusty Bowers testified that he refused to take part in a Trump-sponsored scheme that involved replacing the real electors with fake ones and would have vote- that would have voted for Trump. This scheme was attempted in other states as well. The chief of staff for Senator Ron Johnson of Wisconsin sent a text to Pence's aides offering to deliver fraudulent ballots to the former VP. The aide replied, quote, do not give that to him. (laughs) Various officials, including Bowers, also reported the harassment they faced since the election. Fulton County election worker Wandrea Moss and her mother have been the target of various conspiracy theories and received enough death threats to force them into hiding. Enough? One is enough. Right. Uh, Georgia Secretary of State Brad Raffensperger, who recently won his state's primary, also testified about the pressure he received from Trump to find more votes. Raffensperger testified, quote, We just followed the law and followed the Constitution. At the end of the day, President Trump came up short. So I want to talk about, real quick... The harassment that these election workers received, because this is like um, this is the microcosm of, you know, someone screaming at a worker at Jamba Juice. Mm -hmm. It's like you work for me. That whole attitude of like, I pay my taxes, pay your salary. I own you. And the idea that something doesn't go your way. So you're you resort to actual threats of death, of murder. Right. To someone who just went to work. Like, this is a person who went to work, did their job, (laughs) and didn't do their job poorly. Right. 
it isn't like you're going to I do believe that there are people that absolutely believed this lie. Right. Oh, there are yeah. definitely people yes. that believed every piece of it. Yeah. The people who put it out there don't believe any of it. No. But they, absolutely there are people that believed it. They they bought the website two years ahead of schedule. Right. Right. Um, so I understand those people do think that these election workers did their job wrong, I guess. Right. Mm -hmm. But the fact that in America, the idea is that if I think you did your job wrong, I'm going to threaten you with death. But we're going to let all of these people who continuously make our lives harder. Right. We're just going to not only let them continue to do that. We're going to just keep voting them in to do it some more. Right. I can't. I that I cannot wrap my head around. I also cannot wrap my head around saying to anybody who is at work, whether you have ruined my day personally or not, you should die. Someone should come and kill you because right. you clearly don't know how to work. <laughs> What is wrong with us? That is a, it isn't uniquely American, I'm sure, but no. it is definitely like top of mind for a lot of folks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like first thing that comes to mind is I'm going to go ahead and send an email. I'm going to call and threaten this person. I mean, I think it's um, rooted in the allure of wanting to be the oppressor. Um, Ooh. Tell because him. I mean, think about that type of consequence, the consequence of, of death and harm being done to you as a result of what you consider um, uh, unfavorable <laughs> right. work. Uh, that's like, that's dude, you're a slave master. What are you talking about? <laughs> like, that's, I'm going to chop your arm off. Like, yeah. But to, you know, to, to have that perspective and come from that angle and, and feel like you're justified in your reasoning. <laughs> Is I mean, what does that do for you? What does that do for you where once you get that off your chest, it's like, yeah, you tell them. Right. Like when you go home and tell whoever your partner or spouse or, you know, your cat what you did that day. Are they like, heck yeah, brother. Way De to go. Definitely. All in the blogs, all in the forums, cheering each other on. Way to do it. Yeah. Way to stick it to the to the man there. Yeah. Like, is that what happens? I believe so, man. I believe so. A whole that, lot of in that Jenny Thomas behavior yeah. around here. <laughs> so, like that that part of the story definitely is just like I don't think it's being discussed enough. Um, the fact that these um, these women are they're very life threatening situation for just doing a job, just doing the job, participating. Like I heard her testimony, well, part of her testimony when she was just like um. Hey, I, here I am. This I I do this every every election cycle. I come out. I'm trying to be part of the process, be supportive, and you know, doing doing my duty. What I felt is my duty, and now I'm being threatened with death. Like it's it's wild. How exactly do you want people to serve the nation? What way works for you exactly? Like, and when you scare people who want to participate. In good faith, in like good want faith. to participate in good faith. You're opening windows, of course, for people that want to participate in bad faith. Sure. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, all the footage and videos uh, where people are, you know, surveilling and making sure things are done right, all of, then that stuff gets lost. <laughs> you know, well, we don't know what happened. The cameras were down because all your folk now are counting ballots. Like, it's just, it's wild. Completely wild. Um, yeah, I said over it. As soon as you mentioned 
you know, the beginning of the story. Yeah, the hearings. It's like, if only all of this meant something. If only I felt like we're going to get some, you know, is the needle going to get moved? If there was, I don't know, (laughs) if I had faith that Trump wouldn't be able to run after all of this. Right. I might care. I would really, I would care a lot more. I do care about these. And the reason I care uh, is, at the very least, this isn't just like, we're not not talking about it. I feel like this was such a big deal. We're not doing enough by any stretch of the imagination for me. But the fact that there are still politicians that are like, hey, guys, we need to address this is important to me. This was such a big deal that and and in real time they were talking about it as if it wasn't in real time they were saying the thing that you're watching on tv right now isn't what you think it is nope and i can't let go of that because so many people were like you're right (laughs) that's that's antifa dressed as trump supporters to make us look bad they actually ran with that false flag operation And, like, there are people that still today, right now, believe that and would tell you straight-faced, those were not Trump supporters. Those were not conservatives. Those were not Republicans. And then there are going to be other people that tell you that those are, like, the bad Republicans or the extreme Republicans. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to tell you that that is Republicans. Mm -hmm. Full stop. There is no redeeming quality when your whole ideology is to dominate. There's no redemption there. Dominate without any regard for the law that you say you hold in such highest. Right. You only hold it so that you can wield it. But <laughs> it can it. it does not apply to you. Yeah. <clears throat> and that's that uh that ideology isn't just like for the people that actually hold the power. That's the ideology. Like I'm I'm always right. <laughs> you cannot tell me what to do. And I'm going to continue To make sure that you don't have it better. (laughs) Mm -hmm. You you don't get to have it better than me. And you don't even get to have it the same as me. Like, that's just a step too far. Who do you think you are? What's happening here? I mean, these are the same people that convince themselves that they, like, built a nation. You know what I mean? Like, the (laughs) guys. And it hasn't changed. The ideology just hasn't changed. It is still rooted in just (laughs) full-blown... White supremacy and patriarchy. It doesn't matter how many of your brown friends subscribe or how many women friends subscribe. That's what it's rooted in. And I used to think that, like, if we could explain that to people and then they could Uh, understand it, then it would just be like, oh, well, that's a silly thing for me to believe in. I'm not going to do that anymore. They just realign. And I know that it isn't that simple. Like, there's so much to unlearn. Mm -hmm. But, like, I definitely had faith in, like, the, you know, a lot of you guys just don't know these things because purposely, not a not a fault of your own. Mm-hmm. And yeah, <laughs> yeah. So for me, yeah. it went from it went from because again, part of the whole uh, conspiracy theory theorist atmosphere is that you're constantly discovering new information. And you're like Indiana Jones and you're in the cutting. It's like, oh, sifting through. If you guys only knew what you don't know is and the real story behind. Look at all this history I can tell you about that, you know, bored you so much. And also that someone is made up and it's not properly researched. (laughs) At some point after consuming so much, so much of that material, 
it's like, why am I constantly, without any effort, any true effort, why am I constantly the most informed person around? (laughs) (laughs) How is it? How does that happen? That all of this data just makes its way to me and no one else knows because it is not real information and (laughs) I have become addicted to this viewpoint that pedestal that creates a pedestal for me yes or i get to look down on everyone for not knowing this fa- like layers of falsehoods yeah like huh, what what you really need to understand is the oil prices have gone up because the city of atlantis the name okay has it's on its way back up and it's changing the polarity of blah 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 blah, blah. and look at that yeah i'm back in it what do you even know mm, gay frogs <sighs> It's just like, that bubble is real, man. It's so real. Oh, it's very real. And it's, you know, at this point, just like fully um, manufactured. Like the algorithms, you watch one video, you get suggested another one and another one. And they just get more extreme. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah, like for me, it it was always like, hey, if you just got out of that, if you just understood that the things that you... You've been told the things you've read, the things that your, you know, parents taught you, they're, they're not, they're not true, you know, mm-hmm. like, and here's how, here's how it actually happened. Or here are the things that, where you're mistaken, you yeah. know, like, yeah. uh, I definitely thought that that would like be eye opening for folks mm-hmm. instead of, you know, a uh, cause for defense and, you know flat out malice towards the person trying to give them that information Bruh. <laughs> like, Bruh. it just it goes so extra yeah we got a couple texts um someone says i don't think most supporters believe it they simply want a racist authoritarian as president and they're mm. desperate to make it happen and vi- and violence and bullying is how fascists get it done uh, I, okay racists never admit they are racist which is why trump puts forth a populist front to give racists other issues to claim. Who do you think is going to replace the 20% of harassed election workers quitting their jobs and fearing for their lives? MAGA hats. That's who. Look Definitely. Bowers and Barr both said they would vote for him. Thank you for bringing this up. I, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut no, you off. No, that was I, it. Yeah. They both said this all went wrong. <laughs> this wasn't, th- it was a lie. Barr was like, there. it was a lie. He was out of touch with reality. This is a fantasy. And then, I mean, but yeah, I would definitely vote for him again because best president of the world. What are we doing here? What are we doing? I mean, ah, <laughs> right. Yeah, I don't. And I just wanted to 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 the text. I don't think most supporters believe it. I just think there are supporters that believe it. And those people definitely feel justified and and feel like they get to uh you know tell you how bad those people were at their jobs and mm-hmm. if only they had you mm-hmm. know people that were in there doing their jobs correctly that's all i'm saying i don't think most supporters believe it i don't think most supporters uh care yeah about most of this stuff they don't need a reason they, they, no simply for the the exact fact that, that that's what fascists do yeah they they just it's a power grab and it's a, a way to stay on top and yeah. so, yeah, fully agree with that. 
Morning, Crystal. She said we're in 1984. Uh, Have you seen that film? Good morning, Crystal. (laughs) I hope you're well. Um, I didn't read the book or see the movie. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, I just get the... Dystopian future. The the cliff notes. (laughs) Accurate. Yeah, it's... uh, it's a lot. We could spend this entire uh, time talking about just like the the psychology of how white supremacy rots your brain. Mm-hmm. Um, but we'll move on. We will, because you're listening to X-Ray FM at KRX RY Portland on 107.1 and 91.1 FM. Streaming online everywhere at xray.fm. Boom. Snuck I am DJ Ambush. He <laughs> is Morgan Jones. <laughs> This is news with your fiance. So I'm excited about this next story because this is mind bottling. Put your mind in a bottle, sir. Bottles the mind. It bottles the mind. <laughs> Uvalde City Council rejects Arredondo's leave of absence request. This Thank you for just... coming out. God bless you. Good night. Man. We are not reading this story because <laughs> that's enough. It's ludicrous. That's enough. <sighs> Uvalde City Council Pete Arredondo, councilman. Pete Arredondo had submitted a leave of absence request from future meetings of the Uvalde City Council. Now, his request has officially been denied by City Council. Arredondo, who also serves as the chief of police for the school district, has received a swath of criticism from law enforcement officials and critics alike for his response to the shooting. Despite the unanimous denial of his request, Arredondo was absent during Tuesday's City (laughs) Council meeting. City council rules specify a $2 fine for missing meetings. Three missed meetings trigger a vote by other members to remove the absent council person from their post. The town has widely applauded the council's decision to reject Redondo's request, and Uvalde Mayor Dom McLaughlin said he would vote in favor of removing Arredondo if he misses three consecutive meetings. I have so many thoughts about this mayor. The city council denied Arredondo's request hours after he spent... After he spent five hours testifying in front of state legislators about the tragic May 24th shooting. In in private. In private. Listen here, Mayor Don. Door closed. You, listen, Mayor Don. You don't get to say. You're not, you're not going to get points for saying, if he breaks the rule, I'm going to follow the rule. I mean, doesn't he kind of? Because uh, no, other people don't. Not after your clandestine swearing in of this person. Like, you're responsible for him being on city council, on the low. Well, to be fair, that happened before the thing. Before so what? He was... He, oh, yeah, he, yeah, sure. Yeah. But they could have paused... They could have... Un- until this was... Until the discussion was handled around what this guy just did, we shouldn't be secretly swearing anyone in. Put oh, a, sure. You know yes. what I'm saying? Put a pause on the guy that doesn't even want to show up. Well, he's busy. I don't know if you know this, you guys. He was in charge, but not in charge. Of one of the ma- most massive school shootings since Columbine. Bruh. He was in charge, but not really. So, it's a $2 fine. Per I mean, missed meeting. Per missed meeting. Big money. I'm going to tell you the truth. This is my, this is my, using my thoughts here. <laughs> this is what you came in. This is what you woke up for. Right. I'm going to tell you the truth. Tell you the truth in my thoughts. Uh, <laughs> the truth, which are my thoughts. Uh, he's going to miss two. Pop up at the third. Indeed. Sign in. And then dip off again. He's going to. Do whatever he can to maintain his seat. Um, but if he can't show up at meetings, he cannot, pre- like, he can't perform his duties. 
get him out of here. He should have right. never been in. Well, so get him out. when you're like, how come he still has this gig? The reason is uh, in Uvalde. I don't know if this is uh, statewide, if this is just their you know local city rule. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if you're elected to the city council, in order for a recall to happen, you have to have been in the position eight months. Oh my god! Which you know, in some instances, sure. is like good. Yeah, give people, give people a chance to see if they can get this job done. You know, but this dude, all every, I mean, like we're gonna watch a full meltdown. You know, of uh, like capacities, <laughs> like there's so much running from what happened there. I'm with yeah. you. Like, I definitely I see the two the two scenarios here mm-hmm. of him showing up because I'm an elected councilman. I want to continue to do that. I I don't know. Uh, so you don't go to the two, and then you show up on the third, and you're like, ha ha! You can't fire me. <laughs> right. Gotcha. Gotcha. Or I don't think this guy actually wants to be outside in front of his city, right? Mm. He does not have the things to say. He is not ready. He's not prepared to take responsibility for his role in what happened there. Not at all. And he's certainly not ready to hear from the actual, you know, citizens. So I don't I don't think he'll show. Part of me honestly believes that he will just continue to sit. Th- I mean, because in what world do you ask for a leave of absence from something you've never gone to. He's right. never been to a meeting right. <laughs> since being sworn in. Right. So like you've never been and uh shout out to, you know, the, the citizens in Uvalde that were at that city council meeting uh, because one of the, I don't remember exactly uh, who it was. I don't think it was the mayor, but he was like, you know, today I came here with the idea that I would, uh, say yes to his leave of absence because I did I thought it would be bad for him to keep you know to come in here mm-hmm. um for any of you guys to have to deal with him basically and there were citizens that were like listen there is a way to get rid of him and we're not going to just let you let him stay right. here there are ways and the way that you can do this right now is if he d- just do not uh do not accept that request. Mm-hmm. Do not approve it. And then let him miss these meetings. Yep. Miss three in a row. You get to say uh, you're out of here. And that's it's going to be that simple. I think it will be that simple for this instance, because at this point, he wouldn't he can't face these people. He needs to move. <laughs> he needs to just reel- Y'all gotta relocate relocate start that over. Guy. Yeah, you got to start over, dude. You got to start over. There's nowhere in that city where you can show your face. Where people aren't no. going to have questions. They're going to have questions for you. They want answers. They deserve answers. Yeah, they do. We have, there's been such an effort to not give what happened that day. And I understand that, you know, there are, when there are investigations, there are things you can't talk about. There are things you have to leave out of the press. And I, I absolutely understand that. But there is something to be said that you would go and testify behind closed doors, but you won't have conversations with the parents behind closed doors. You won't have conversations with the partners of the teachers, you know. Also, I'm not, you know, you know how I feel about cops. But what about these cops that were also told, stand down, don't do anything that would have done something otherwise? You mean to tell me? 
of all the agencies that showed up, there wasn't a single rogue hero cop. No lone wolf? Come on, man. What are not, these not a one? For? Not a one good apple in that barrel, huh? Come on. <laughs> it was interesting to read how how that the whole, you know, law enforcement rank and file and like we must respect the authority of the on scene blah 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 like tv just the copaganda be at an all-time high because you know any of these network cop dramas will have you believe that someone else will come in and be like yeah i understand that you're the you're supposed to be in charge but i'm the fbi sir (laughs) yeah Yeah. i'm the federal government they're always playing each other like that yeah like i uh I'm on the scene now and yeah. we're just gonna take We're gonna over. take this over. This yeah. is my scene now, or whatever. And then usually there's like a Bruce Willis character somewhere. Yes. Putting on his Kevlar and he's like, I'm not listening to these people. Yeah. You know? Rogue. Where's where's my Bruce Willis? Where's Samuel L. Jackson? Where's Samuel L. Jackson? Where's Denzel? Where are these real cops that was you know? I'm telling you, they don't exist. No. <laughs> No. But yeah, the, the idea that it's like, oh, well, I've got to defer to this dude. And that dude, that guy who everybody deferred to was like, I wasn't actually in charge, you guys. <laughs> like, I, I'm the chief of the school district police, not like the world. So I wasn't in charge. <laughs> yeah, that's literally how he's treated. It's like, what am I, the president? Right. Gosh, why is everyone looking at why, me? Why are you looking at me? I don't know how to deal with this stuff. <laughs> I just got elected to city council. You know how much effort I put into that? Right. I don't even know what the laws are anymore. He thought he was out. He's like, I'm not dealing with this. Yeah. Anymore. I'm a city councilman. What I'm over here achieving about? the highest levels of power. Oh. It's those, just. Yeah. I, I, I. <laughs> yeah. Those, those, uh, those parents and just members of the community, period, deserve better than to have a Redondo as their city council person. Like, nah. They deserve better than than to have him as a city council person. They deserve better than having him as the chief of anything. He yeah. shouldn't be the chief of his uh, paying his own bills. You also like, deserve he is, a better mayor. I do like the shade he be throwing, though. I, I know that you don't. I know that you don't no, care it's, for it's, it. It's, it's a performance to you. Yeah. But it's a better performance than, you know, Nancy Pelosi putting on a kente cloth. I am absolutely mm. here for the talk smack in the news about the police chief. I'm not going to lie. I'm weighing it in my head. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, dude is doing anti-copaganda. He's like, hey, you guys told us you'd give us answers. You ain't gave us answers. Now, as the mayor, I don't know. Maybe you have, <laughs> you know, a way to get rid of those folks. I'm know. unsure. I don't know. Maybe you could mayor up. Maybe you could mayor up. Don. But I'm absolutely here for the shade in the meantime. Uh, just that. for the entertainment value yeah. alone. I ain't uh, mad at that. I ain't mad at that. You know? Yeah. Text fam. (laughs) Text squad. Text fam. Where y'all at? Yeah. This news of my fiance, Morgan Jones and DJ Ambush, be a part of the show. She was texting 971-220-5979. Yeah, that. Yeah. Some local news. Get right into it. Get right into it. Milwaukee police shot and killed a citizen. Just before one in the morning on June 18th, Derek Dwayne Clark, a Tigard resident, was signaled to pull over by an officer who believed he was driving under the influence. Clark instead sped off and ended up crashing into a ditch. Mm. When the police caught up with them, they ordered him to exit the car with his hands up. 
They say he exited the car with a handgun. They responded by shooting him twice, killing him. Detective Dan Ferguson with the Clackamas County Sheriff's Office and Oregon State Police Trooper Zachary Cole were involved in the shooting and are both on leave pending results of a standard procedure investigation of the incident. Nearby witnesses say that Clark stayed in his car for hours while police told him to leave the car. Hours? Where's the handgun? Oh, well. The hand was a gun. (laughs) Finger guns! Finger guns. Finger guns. Listen, when you're being told to exit the vehicle, make sure. And uh, hey, I'm pretty sure your hands, your fingers are spread. You know? You know, spread them fingers. Make sure you can show law enforcement there's nothing in your hand. Not that you don't have a a, a handgun in between your pointer and middle finger. Because like, that's you, where you how you hold that's them. Where you, so like, yeah, it's also where you hide coins for magic tricks. So. <laughs> <laughs> you got to keep that wide open so that, you know. Never been able to get that quarter that, roll. Yeah, because yeah, so you can cool. do that. And a gun, you can move a gun between those fingers when you do that. The same thing with could the quarter accidentally roll. Go you off. can roll anything like that, you know. So make sure you're not. Make sure when you're exiting the vehicle, you're not making finger guns. You know, you haven't started, uh, or you started, but I'm watching. We run this city, which is uh, a show on HBO by the creator of The Wire, which um, I will argue is the best television show ever created. It's right up there. HBO does its thing. It's right up there with the Thrones, man. I mean, I'm gonna just move forward. Yeah. I see the error in my ways. Okay. Uh, (laughs) So David Simon has done, uh, to me, a really great job of uh, not making copaganda, not being like, like he highlights in The Wire who the people say are good police and what makes them good police, right? Uh, And highlights the corruption and highlights how, you know, so many officers are just uh, showing up drunk to work or, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. Anyway, <laughs> in We Run This City, which is based on a true story, um, one of the police officers, the Punisher, what's his name? Uh, or, uh, uh, dang it. And I don't ball. mean Frank Castle. Yeah, I yeah, mean... yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, while you get me that name, uh-huh. uh, one of the scenes, he's, he is... Uh, all the way out there like he is john bernthal yes he's awesome he is absolutely awesome boy he he really is doing a doozy in this one too yeah and uh he's out like he's you know out there for the money he is um just jacking people up taking their bread Mm -hmm. doing uh, taking their drugs doing all of the stuff all of it um but one of the incidents that he is involved in is uh, a high-speed chase when he shouldn't have been doing a high-speed chase. That person crashes into a pole. That person gets out of the car, and he shoots that person because he says, I saw a gun. There is no gun. There is no gun on the scene. There is no gun that was in his hand. He knows that because he has to call someone to bring a gun down to plant it so that he does not get in trouble for shooting a person who is unarmed. Bruh. Now, this is not a moment of, you know, Snoop Dogg saying that Game of Thrones is accurate history. This <laughs> is not me thinking 
that everything that uh, I see on HBO is it you know the most accurate de- depiction of what has happened with a police officer. However, I have seen police officers plant things. I have been uh, a witness to mm-hmm. a few very corrupt moments in uh, Northeast Portland police history. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It is so not far fetched to believe that you could make that phone call while there are other officers on the scene searching for a handgun that you know doesn't exist and that someone could stop what they're doing, get a gun from wherever Mm -hmm. and just throw it under a car. I want to pause real quick to bring it home a little bit for some listeners that are like, I I hear these claims and it just sounds like, why would they do that? First off, quote us. Um, what we're talking about is manufacturing evidence of a crime. Think about it like this. When you get pulled over and officer, why'd you pull me over? Because you were driving such and such, uh, speed speed. over the so-and-so, you know, you weren't (laughs) the officer is saying you were, that's literally the exact same thing as planting a baggie on you. Like (laughs) I'm going to create what evidence I need to justify Whatever it is that I want to do in this moment, whether that's a search, whether that's, you know, just pulling you out your car to harass you, whether it's writing a ticket for something you didn't do, it's the exact same premise. Um, I remember one of my early interactions with police when they told me that the car we were driving, which was my best friend's car at the time, best friend's mother's car, they accused him of stealing the car. Mm-hmm. They yanked the um, key out of the ignition. And it was a copy. It was a copy of the key and uh, the original key. And they were like, what is this house key that you jammed in the ignition? (laughs) Those do actually look exactly the same. Car keys and house keys look exactly the same. And I don't know what your friend's problem was. You stole this car. You just jammed this key in the ignition because that's how you steal cars. You jam wrong keys in the ignition and it turns. And then after having us out there for hours called us around to the back of the car and said, see, your tags expired. <laughs> We're going to let you get away with the warning, though, but you need to get that checked. And we were in the month we were in was like three months before the tag expired. Oh, cool. And cool, so cool, 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 cool. it was like it was really strange because, again, I'm in like I, I might have been 21, maybe 22 at the time. I don't even think I was that old yet. Like, I think it was late teens. And um, I remember looking at the tag, saying to myself, I wonder what tag they're looking at. Because... <laughs> and then I look at the officer as he's saying this, and he's nodding like, yeah, right? Told it, like, you guys should be really grateful. I'm letting you off with a warning. And I look back at the tag, and I'm like, don't say anything. Yeah. Smart. Just... Because this is, I, I did mouth off a little earlier. You know the story. I mouth off earlier. Too. It, you know, it happens. It 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 definitely happens. I uh, the the time I mouthed off, they emptied my entire trunk mm. and threw everything on the ground, and I was like, okay, so I guess I won't do that again. <laughs> I gotta, we're gonna, we're gonna take that out of my playbook. Lesson learned. <laughs> Almost broke my camera. Just scattered all over the place. Just college books shut up listen threw it all on the ground 
because I was like, this is illegal. You can't actually search my car because like, you don't have probable cause. You're like, watch. My man literally said, okay. <laughs> guess who's n guess who's not sitting on the curb? Me. So I'm going to go to your... <laughs> he just popped the trunk and they just went to work. You know what isn't propaganda? Those scenes where cops are doing searches, throwing things all over the place. Man. That's accurate. Is Why is that a part? <laughs> is that a part of the training? You just... How far can we get it? Can, you can be anonymous, uh, cop listening right now. <laughs> we want you to tell us though. Is that a part of the training? Are you supposed to like just make it the biggest mess you possibly yeah, could? Super messy. Are you supposed to kick through all of the things, all of the IKEA furniture? Are you supposed to do that? <laughs> just destroy it. Like, is that you get back to the squad and everyone's like, "Yo." The way Johnson went in, yeah, like deserves you, a medal. You get demolition points or something. Yeah, is that what happens? <laughs> it's wild. They get to take out so much aggression in those moments. Oh my gosh! Uh, exactly that. Yeah. Uh, the the one of my earlier police interactions was um, a unjustified stop. Like they didn't have a reason to stop me, and so he broke my taillight and was like, "Your taillight's broken." That's why I pulled you over. Doesn't this sound like stories from the deep south? It does in the sixties. Yes, Just this is one of the Billy Club and psh, yo. Well, look at that. Well, look at that. You what happened like, there? Son. This is this is one of the reasons <laughs> ambush that I'm always like, okay, guys, let's not get too uh, far ahead of ourselves with this whole Portland is a progressive place. It may be. It may feel that way for you if you have never had any of these experiences. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, but the. But that whole North-South uh, myth really, really, really has uh, continued to permeate. All of those things were happening everywhere. It wasn't just in the right, South. It wasn't right, just right, right. not safe for Black people to live in the South. It wasn't just not safe for Black people to travel in the South. Oregon was founded as a white haven. Like, you got to understand the level of hatred you have to have against a race of people, which is a I'm about to get and so mad, which is the, which is fake in a construct. And the indigenous population, like the indigenous population, was here, and you're like, why you not anymore? <laughs> not on, anymore. Wrap, I will continue to use all of your words, but uh, wrap this up, guys. Do you understand the amount of hatred you have to have to be like, I don't want slavery here because that means black people will be here. <laughs> I, I, I don't even want the free labor. Fam, I don't want the you're industry. Turning, I don't want that money. I don't turning, want that dirty money. You're turning down the free labor. Fam, <laughs> that's that. a whole different level of hatred. Yeah. That is, it, it, that is, but the way that it has been framed is sort of like, you know, Oregon never had slavery. Right. As if that just inherently means the founders of Oregon were great. And what they were doing was creating a safe space for black people to, you know, escape to or something. <laughs> no, it was founded to keep the black people out right friends <laughs> we can't pretend like there aren't going to be people walking around breaking taillights just to do the uh yeah let me take a peek it smells like weed in your car <laughs> and all they have to say is it smells like weed anywhere That's it, period and that was enough yeah it doesn't matter if it does or doesn't. And they know when it doesn't. <laughs> yeah. They know what they're doing. I guess that's the whole point of all of this. Uh, we own this city. All of that tangent is basically remember. Uh, and when you were like, I'll, let me bring it home for you. My thought is, let me bring it home for you. What have you done at your job to cover your butt?
what is it that you've done? Have you, uh, you know, lost an email or two so that you never knew that you were supposed to do that thing? Did you fake a response? Did you start a response and let it sit in your drafts and be like, oh, my God, I never sent. Like, there are things you've done to cover your butt. You have had somebody clock in for you or you have clocked in for somebody else or you who's signed, running a little late. Or you signed into someone else's computer and deleted the email that you sent to Hello. Them. There are things that you have done to cover your butt. Just change it and put it into the context of that particular job. That's not even like a, I'm framing this person in that person's mind. It's I'm covering myself. Yeah, I need to have a reason for these actions. I know I need a reason. I don't actually have one. <laughs> I did the wild thing today, and I just don't want to lose my job for it. So I'm going to find a way. He had a gun. He was threatening. Hello, obviously. At some point. I, the the fact that we didn't ever have to produce those guns, we didn't, you know what I mean, for that to just still fly, uh, and it's it's today too, like it is absolutely today. We will see what happens with this particular case, but the fact that it's case by case, the fact that it's city by city, that it's right. state by state, like that is very much on purpose. It is very much so that uh, all of these different jurisdictions get to decide how they are going to be dictators. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Mm -hmm. How they will oppress the people that live there, that they say they will serve. That's the point. Because they were never here to do that thing. They were always here to uh, bring back what was perceived as property. Right. And make the ruling class whole. I mean, Lord forbid there be some federal um, guidelines handed down. See. Well, that's big government ambush, and I don't know if you know this, but oh. inefficient or something. All right. You might be right. We were talking about this yesterday. <laughs> Just government inherently isn't inefficient. It is very purposely yeah. made that way uh, or run that way. Yeah. For many, 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 many reasons. It, you know, far more than we can say in the next minute before a break. But for so many reasons... And all of them are on purpose. <laughs> right. But it isn't like, it isn't, that does not mean that it isn't possible for a highly efficient government to exist. It does not mean it's not possible for people to uh, have the government work for them. It does not mean it's not possible for the government to be in control of things and it be good. There are things they should be in control of. They don't necessarily want to be because, you know, then you get held accountable and responsible. That and, you know, their friends don't make as much money. And <laughs> if their friends don't make as much money, they don't get as much backdoor money. And I don't know about you, Ambush, but if I'm going to be a public servant, I want four houses. Man, I wonder. What, I want them all in other people's names. I wonder what the allure was for Arredondo to go to, to become a city council person. Did he think there were big bucks involved and he could just, you know. I'm curious. What happens at the city council level? I, What's the in level, level buy-in and buy-outs? I mean, look at what our recent city council oh, yeah. uh, election. Yeah. Like, there was money injected in a primary. Yeah. Big dollars. Yeah. I don't know if that's happening 15? in Uvalde, but uh, I think that I think that there are folks who uh, definitely believe that they should be 
a part of the decision making. Mm-hmm. And yeah. he very much seems like a person who thought he should be in charge of the, de- or, you know, a part of the decision making. Until it was his decision. Hello. And he made the amount the wrong of times ones. that they that he made wrong decisions that day, though, yeah. the amount of times that that and the severity of those bad decisions or non decisions or inaction, like we're waiting for a key to get into a door that we it, that is we think is locked, but it wasn't locked, and none of you touched the door to see if it was locked. So nope. But we're waiting for a key. Could you imagine? I, I mean, just in Looking your around, yelling, can we get that key yet? <laughs> just in your own life and in your own job, what what could you do <laughs> that's this level of catastrophe? And I don't necessarily mean that there have to be lives lost, just a catastrophe at your yeah. situation. Would you be put on paid leave? Would you get to hide from everybody who's holding you responsible? Would you get to fail up? That's what you're trying to do, bro. Like, is that how that would work? No. I mean, some, yes. Yeah. You know, don't get me wrong. I've seen a lot of failing up. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, but if you're not the, you know, in the C-suite, you're you're likely not failing up in that regard. You're likely getting fired. Yeah, rightfully so. Maybe they're going to ask you for your resignation, you know? And that's just because they don't want to pay unemployment. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's literally only that. We need action. We need it soon. They got to get that dude off the city council. Just get him out Um, of But also, y'all, police need not to be pulling their guns and shooting citizens and killing them. Like, that. this should not be something... That is a new concept or is considered radical. The police are indiscriminately killing people and are able to do so because we have put so many systems in place that protect them and their ability to murder instead of protecting the citizens from the people that do the most murders. Right. Like we just all got to get on uh, somewhat of the same page with that. Like this isn't. This isn't I, like I'm not a burn it down and don't replace it. I'm you, but this is this isn't it. This is not it, and yeah. this isn't what uh, what this version of the world needs as policing, right? Like th- there are uh, if we're if we're ever going to meet each other's needs, if we're ever going to actually uh, pretend <laughs> like we're taking care of each other, this is not meeting the needs. This is not how policing should be done. And I understand that there are so many citizens that do not really uh, see the impact or feel the impact or, you know, uh, their lives are not personally hit this way. But I implore you, you don't need to. You do not need to have been harassed, hurt, or have a family member killed by the police in order to understand they should not be able to do that. Yeah. In order to understand that your life is threatened as well as every, as long as anybody else can get killed, so can you. Yeah. The time from uh, initial interaction to pulling out firearms is way too short. It's just like. I mean, it was like less than 12 seconds. for Exit your vehicle. Two guns. Exit my vehicle to guns. Why are. Why is that happening? 
Why are guns being pointed at me? Just ask me to exit the vehicle. It's like, you know, that's telling me not to exit the vehicle. Also, police. This, like, shouting different commands at the same time, like, what do you expect folks to do? Do you, is it, is that a part of the training? Is it just to, like, make people incredibly confused? Because it's the, get out of the car with your hands up. Don't move. Don't look at me. Turn right. around. Right. Like, uh, what am I supposed to do? We recently saw someone get apprehended and they kept saying, don't look at me. Put your face in the ground. Don't look at me. Why? Right. Why are the police telling you not to look at them as they're arresting you? Like, this is a very uh, interpersonal act that's happening right now. <laughs> you know? I'd say. <laughs> you, you, you have a whole officer pinning me down. And all I can see is the person in front of me. What do you mean don't look at me? What is that for? Someone, please. Just close your eyes. Please, please explain it to me. We got a text, and while we divested in all things that actually keep communities and keep mm. that actually help communities and prevent crime, communities can shell out millions from the compensate people for police murders fund. Right, like with Dante Wright, we'll pay you off, but we won't. We will do nothing to stop others from being killed. Exactly. Take we we going. as the taxpayers are going to continue to pay families of people that were murdered by the police and someone is going to tell you that disinvest or defund or abolish any of these words mm -hmm. are too radical but the police murdering people nbd yeah that's just part of it guys that's just part of the job it's part of it Before. but we got to pay for it we're the ones paying for it they're not paying for it out of their budgets they're not paying for it out of their, uh, you know, the union doesn't set aside a fund. Nope. The union set a, sets aside a fund for, for lawyers. lawyers. Yeah, believe that. To make sure that that police officer is protected and gets to continue to work. And if it's so bad that that police precinct or uh, I'm sorry, department is like, OK, you got to go, bro. They're not saying to the jurisdiction over hey, this guy is a little too much. Don't hire him. Mm -hmm. they're being a reference <laughs> yeah that person gets to go to washington county and be like put me in the game coach yep yep they get to go to chicago wherever they want to go no other police precinct is like i i don't do it right he's not a, he's not a bad apple here he was a bad apple there over here he's on a bad apple what's the guy's name that uh created the wire david david simon david simon David Simon, I have a pitch. Mm. Now. This is going to go bad. No, it's going to go great. <clears throat> the Wire, definitely. Lauded is one of the best shows on HBO. And I did bring up Game of Thrones. Also, Lauded is one of the best shows. I feel like there's an opportunity here for David Simon to swoop in. I knew it. And just be like, dragons in Baltimore. and Go away. What? Nebraska music. Something. Drag dragons in Baltimore. And then. Oh, my God. Emmys after Emmys, all the Emmys he was supposed to get for The Wire, they're just going to start rolling in. You'll see. You'll see. David, hit me up. Dragons in Baltimore. Yeah. Yeah. This is news of my fiance with Morgan Jones and DJ Ambush. Morgan Jones almost came with like Mocha Joe. Like, <laughs> so I'm just going to run it back. 
Let me curb your enthusiasm, friends out there. Mocha Joe. All right. <laughs> it's the new Smart the Ass here with Morgan Jones and DJ Ambush to be a part of the show. Choose to text at 971-220-5979. We were just oops, 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 on that last break. Jamming. Jam down. So while we're back on the topic, Drake's album. Let's get into it. <laughs> Let's get after it. Let's get after it. Oh, Speaking man. of giving after it, I, I know that you have uh, something to read, but um, mm-hmm. is anybody wondering at all where uh, where that Cuomo guy went? That old Chris? Where, yeah. He's working on a documentary. Is it about himself? No. Oh, good. No. What's it about? Is it about helping his brother? I'm not sure, <laughs> but I know he's working. Avoid a, a, a sex scandal? I know he's working on a documentary because that's part of the reinvention. That's how, that's how they get back into Oh, it. I see. If you do an independent project that can be lauded, then it's like his return. Back in the good graces of the medias. Yep. 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 Or you might head over to Vice. Okay, first of all, don't sully Vice. <laughs> Chill out, bro. Vice already has a lot to deal with just having Gavin McGinnis be a, a part of the beginning. You know? Yeah, yeah. They can't get away from that. And that guy hasn't getting... been a part of it since like 2017 or something. Yeah. Maybe, no, way longer than that. And they're also getting journalists poached. <laughs> Are they? Uh, I can't remember. It's like two of them, two of their uh, women journalists I've seen like on CNN. So oh, like yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know. Yeah. They're all Shout out to freelancers. Ellie. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <sighs> she looks like a Portland hipster. I'm I'm a fan. <laughs> I'm a big fan of Ellie. I don't remember her last name right now, but uh, she she has a way with the white supremacists. I, I am a big fan. Yeah. She is able to talk to them. Deadpan. Yeah. No reaction. Just like, okay, but also, what about this thing? It's really she's not you're you're right. She's really good at it. Yeah. Because there'll be it'll be it's deadpan, no reaction, but at the same time, she's doing a lot of talking with her eyes. Yeah. She's looking at looking at us. It's like you Yeah, guys, she's, you guys, she's you guys heard what I heard, right? Yeah, she's making it clear. Yeah. This is <laughs> this is wild for the night, guys. Uh do you hear you is the vibe she gives. Right. <laughs> she'll ask the question again. You know, so to be clear. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. Let's move forward. Yeah. <laughs> so hello. Huh? Portland summer free for all program begins. Really excited about this. Ba, 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 ba. Summer free for all is a program in collaboration between Portland Parks and Rec and PPS, which provides free lunch as well as games and events for kids around the city. Nearly 60% of PPS students qualify for free or reduced lunch, and the program is meant to help kids who face food insecurity during a time when they can't come to school. During COVID, it's also been a relief for parents who want their children to have a more normal socialization experience. The program takes place at over 20 parks all across Portland. Another thing that Portland Parks and Rec is doing right now well, it's going to be starting in July. I believe July 9th it starts. They have a series of um, not just like events like this, but performances throughout all of the parks. 44 shows. Ooh. 44. Um, through July and August, I do believe I saw Esperanza Spalding on one of these shows. Ooh, if like, you can see her, you better do your best to get there. Let me tell you something. Treat yourself. Treat yourself. Let me tell you something, listeners. Let me shout you a holler. <laughs> we saw her perform at My People's Market 
with the upright bass and a microphone. Yes. And her vocals were dancing all over. Like, I don't even know how she had, like, it, it was amazing. It Absolutely was amazing. amazing. Yeah. And we've also seen her uh, with a full band backing, yes, yes. you know? Yeah, so, glass for show, yeah. So, uh, to have both of those experiences, they're completely different shows. These skills are out of this world. Yeah. That's, yeah. Um, the talent is just, if you have the ability to see Esperanza Spalding for free. For free. Right. All of these park shows are free. Y'all. I definitely. For free 99? Yeah. You better be there. For more information. Oh, do I? Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I don't nah. have to say that, do I? But no, no, you didn't say anything definitively. But for more information, definitely go to Portland Parks and Rec and check out, um, you know, the list. Of performances in the different parks. This is definitely, a, you know, also an opportunity for you to maybe go to some parks you haven't gone to. Yes. You know, check out some other parts of the city. I, for show, will be uh, kicking it old school with the numbers tomorrow. <laughs> kicking it old school. You know what I'm saying? Dawson Park. Oh, that's kicking it old school for real here. Yeah. DJ A flat. Uh, I mentioned. What are you going to be doing there? Oh well, you know, playing some tunes, playing some tunes, putting some music together. You know, smooth transitions. You know, blend it, blending it. And I mentioned that A flat was going to be spinning in um, our staff meeting yesterday, and like two of the members of staff that remember him from the summer series, were like, Whoa! like the eyes got so really excited. big. I'm like, is this dude? You don't even know. You don't even know. You don't even know. But yeah. For more information, you could definitely head to Portland Parks and Rec. Check out the website. Check out everything they have going on. Some really, really great stuff. I do believe there will be uh, vaccine clinics at all of these nice. events. Um, I believe there will be one tomorrow as well. And and for anyone unaware, huh? maybe you're out the loop. Children five and under can now get vaccinated. There is no group this is that can't be vaccinated now. It's open to everyone all ages all ages now for the youngers for the young youth um it's a series of two shots if it's pfizer and a series of three shots if it's moderna mm -hmm. but this isn't like a shot and a boost and a boost it's still this when you're done with all that you're still just your initial vaccination and then they're uh you know five months for your booster Super Remember cool. when you had to have booster shots done and prove it before you could go to school? No. <laughs> Big I, government. Uh, I do. Yeah, definitely went to school late on years when you didn't get your vax in time or they let you start and then they like they kick you out. Kick you out. Yeah. You sit your butt home until uh you better get to a doctor, friend. Yeah. Another reason we uh need Medicare for all. But mm -hmm. uh Mhm. Mm mhm. Mm Ambush, I have a story. Yeah. But I don't have like it written right no. so i'm just gonna have to because this was a i told you guys i woke up at 5 30 before my alarm just kind of up so i just got up and then i started reading things and i was like this is the problem with doing choosing the stories before the day that you're gonna do them mm -hmm. because shout out to brian by the way for making our lives so much easier yes brian yes. um fantastic news writer 
Uh, but we don't, we have to choose these things Tuesday night so that Brian has them Wednesday morning so that he has time to write them, right? But then there's stuff that comes out that day, later, or the very morning. And to see the headline, GOP senator considering blocking school meal funding deal over transgender policy fight at 540 this morning mm -hmm. was like, oh, man, see, that's it. That's a story. And the reason why this is such a big story, because it's not actually a story yet. Nobody has done anything, right? Like no, no, uh, no senator has said they are going to do this. It's like one's toying with the idea of objecting to it. But you have people like, uh, you know, Ron DeSantis, <laughs> who don't forget is going to likely run for president in 2024. Um, You've got him saying that the Biden administration is, quote, trying to deny school lunch programs for states that don't do transgender ideology in the schools. It is absolutely untrue. Yep. And this is the thing uh, that really uh, grinds me up. This I'm going to frame this thing that has always not always, but that is already here. <laughs> this isn't a new policy. You don't get to discriminate against LGBTQ kids in school, you do not, you are not supposed to discriminate. And right. all this says from the Department of Agriculture, who gives that money federally, they're like, you you gotta make sure that you're not you're not doing anti-LGBTQ stuff. Number one, this is one of the problems with lumping people together and, and having it, you know, this isn't LGBTQ means many different things but people who are of bad faith who do not want to know anything about what those letters mean and represent to people in their lives uh will just take that and be like this is a trans issue mm -hmm. number one i wish i wish all we could do is protect trans kids why are we not making that a priority yeah why isn't that an easy thing why isn't that a really easy thing to do but to be used as a football, right, as a political football, like this is just a, this is a trans issue now. They're going to make my, you know, cis hetero kids starve because they want us all to, I don't know, subscribe to an ideology. If the ideology here is that every human deserves to be living their life with dignity, I guess that is an ideology that I would like instilled in these children in school. Uh, that's the agenda. <laughs> But nobody is trying to make your kid trans. Nobody right. is trying to change the minds of children. The idea that kids don't know their own uh, gender identity, no matter the age, the the idea that there's like some you gotta hit puberty to know, yeah. or you gotta yeah. you gotta it's be an adult. Early. It's just too early. Think about your own life. When did you know you were what you are? Did you know that because someone told you that or because that's how you felt? Right. And if you're a person who has struggled with how you felt and have decided to go the way of hatred against the people that uh, feel the same way, <laughs> may have those same struggles, but choose to try and uh, live their life in a way that is, is actually true to themselves, mm -hmm. 
if your idea is I'm going to go the way of uh, trying to rid the world of those people, not only are you doing it wrong, but you absolutely misunderstand what it means to have community, to hold people, hold space for people, to care about people, to take care of people. So this is being framed as the Biden administration mm -hmm. using trans kids as a football, political football, mm -hmm. to force the ideology of, you know, I don't know what the radical idea there is that these kids should be able to exist without harassment mm -hmm. from the school. Like, understand, this doesn't protect bullying. This doesn't protect, right. Uh, right. Uh, it doesn't even protect the teachers that will do the slick things and and sprinkle their ideology into mm -hmm. uh, their lesson plans for, uh, you know, their anti-LGBTQ thoughts. This is just supposed to be you can't discriminate against trans or, and it's not even just trans kids. But you can't discriminate against protected class people for food. That's it. You can't tell them that they can't have free food because they are X. That's all this says. That is not new. Before we close the story out, I want to mention like another element to this. And just, you know, media and how powerful it is and being really um, clear about the intention of some of these media organizations, their intent rather, but also making sure we do our part when we're consuming information. So when Morgan first mentioned the story to me this morning, it started to sound a little bit familiar. <laughs> and then I remembered, hey, wait a minute, I saw something on Instagram, you know, the elite university that it is indeed uh from the account state cheese tv biden <laughs> biden administration is currently denying school lunch programs to schools that don't let trans compete in girls sports bruh millions of kids will be affected bruh so say cheese tv is like um the shade room for the younger gens part of the hip-hop scene and alternative music scene and like they're on it and to see this come across their feed with all of the comments uh 38,000 likes um 7,000 comments one of the comments was like should have voted for trump yep That makes a whole lot of sense. Yeah. Sure. Should have voted for Trump. Sure. And these, are, I mean, like you said, this, these are younger people, which if your exposure to political uh, issues, which I am a firm believer that most everything is political, like yeah. all the things that they're like, don't politicize this. It's political already. Bruh. Uh, but their exposure is in this like edutainment way yeah. that is all memes and just like that's a headline that all that was was a headline that they typed out and left it yep. as such also it was from washington times okay yeah on the slide i was like washington times uh... also that <laughs> yeah oh boy yeah
You're listening to X-Ray FM at KXRY Portland on 107.1 and 91.1 FM. Streaming online everywhere at X-Ray.FM. We did it. We did miss Alex today. We did. We miss you, Alex. Uh, hopefully, we'll get to chat with her next week. It was wonderful being in the studio again. Yes, it was. Super great to be with Nebraska. Yeah. Always. 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 And this was news of my fiance. Brought to you by Hopworks. Yeah. Today's show was made possible by Morgan Jones, DJ Ambush, Nebraska Lucas, Brian Miller, and Kyle Gilmer. Ba, 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 ba. All of the air horns. Thank you. And everyone. you, the text fam. Yes, text squad. Thank you all for tuning in and joining us. Bright and early at 7 30. Malcolm, Crystal, uh, a couple of the people that commented that shots text that we don't have names for. Well, right, right. We'll give you names. Um, David and Esther, thank you too for texting us. <laughs> Especially you, Esther. That was a lengthy one. Thank you very much. I like that all of these are. Huh? You know Esther. I do. You're right. I do know <laughs> Esther. Remember, we you, will be here next week. We will be here next week. You can check out all of the shows in the archive, X-Way Archive, as well as anywhere you listen to podcasts, with the exception of Spotify. Spotify. Remember, poverty is a policy choice. And power to the people. Thanks for listening. Bye.